Welcome to the 10-5 podcast, the official podcast of the OPP Association. I'm Josh Jutras, and I'm joined today by my co-host, Scott Mills, and we are the Strategic Communications Coordinators and your hosts for the 10-5 podcast. The OPP Association is the sole bargaining agent for nearly 10,000 sworn and civilian members of the Ontario Provincial Police, and that is in Canada for all our international listeners out there. Our members are our focus and our strength, and our aim here is to provide important information not only to our members, but to the public as well on matters that affect policing across the province. So Scott, what do we have coming up on this episode? Josh, on this episode, we are continuing our series of podcasts that will assist regular full-time uniform and civilian members of the OPP Association with their retirement planning. It is assumed that the member has achieved their early unreduced retirement date for everything we're about to discuss. And the fourth topic of the series is contacts for retirement planning. And Lisa Hillstrom is the Executive Officer for Pension and Benefits at the OPP Association. She has been with us since 2006 and joins us now on the 10.5 podcast. Lisa, welcome and thanks for joining us once again. Thanks, Scott. It's great to be here. Well, it's uh, great to have a a whole series of your knowledge, Lisa, because uh, you've been doing this for so long. You're so good at it and so knowledgeable. So we've got a series of questions here that I'm just going to go through. Question number one of six is when members have questions about their pension entitlements, specifically for retirement planning purposes, who do you recommend they contact? Um, Thanks, Scott. And who I recommend is the Ontario Pension Board, who administers the Public Service Pension Plan. The Pension Board um, administers it. They um, are able to confirm when an individual reaches their early on reduced retirement date. They also have information available on their website, which their website address is www.opb.ca. And what's available on their website is a retirement planning tool. Um, They can do pension estimates uh, on the retirement planning tool. Um, They can also look at their budgeting and um, and to determine what their monthly expenses are, what their monthly income may be in retirement. Um, They may have investments that they can include in this the document as well to determine based on their monthly expenses and the income they're going to receive in retirement as to if their retirement plans need to be altered or not, if they're going to have enough income in order to support what lifestyle they're thinking about uh, when they do retire. Uh, The Pension Board also has certified financial planners that are available for the membership at no cost. So for an individual planning their retirement, that's a key component uh, is talking to a financial advisor. So if they don't have someone that they can trust and um, provide them that guidance, they have access to that expertise at the Ontario Pension Board. Well, thanks, Lisa, for for that answer. And Lisa did mention the website of the uh, Ontario Pension Board and uh, the contact telephone number and the email address are in the show notes for anybody uh, looking for that contact. And question number two is if a member has questions about termination payments, they may be entitled to at retirement, who should they contact? Um, the members would contact the, the Ontario Shared Services 
and there's two different ways that they could um, contact OSS, which we refer to that uh, as a short form, is 1-866-979-9300 or their email address at askoss at ontario.ca. Um, it's important when individuals are planning for the retirement that when they reach out to OSS, they reach out to the benefit advisor for retirement planning purposes. That's a key um, note to ensure that that's who they ask to be connected with because the benefit advisor will be able to assist them with um, estimating the amount of their termination payments, what they may be. If they're eligible for severance, for example, they have options, uh, payment options for that and to receive it in cash or transfer it to an RSP or use as a leave with pay. And that is referred to as salary continuance. So an individual who's considering on using their severance as salary continuance, that benefit advisor can assist them with determining how much they're entitled to, how many weeks it equates to, what their options are of, of you know, the payment they'll, they will be receiving during that period of time because they can get paid at their current salary or they can be cho they can choose to be paid at the salary in effect on December 31st, 2016. Um, but it's just, I think that's the, the main information that I wanted to share here. And uh, again, can't stress enough the importance of asking to speak to the benefit advisor. Thank you, Lisa. Uh, those, uh, the phone number and uh, addresses that Lisa was giving there are written in the show notes and on our website at uh, oppa.ca forward slash media. And uh, question number three of six is, if a member has questions about their insured benefits when they retirement, who would they contact, contact for that information, Lisa? Uh, well, there's actually for insured benefits, there are going to be two different components for that actually. First, they have to determine or confirm that they're eligible for insured benefits in retirement. And who they need to contact is the Ontario Pension Board because the eligibility criteria for um, insured benefits in retirement is based on the amount of pension credit they have in the public service pension plan. So just to give you an example, a uniform member hired prior to January 1st, 2018, they must be in receipt of a pension from the public service pension plan. That's the criteria for them. It's a little different for civilians hired prior to January 1st, 2018, because they must be in receipt of a pension from the public service pension plan that is based on at least 10 years of pensionable credit or at least 10 years of continuous employment and have some credit for each of some part of each of those 10 years. Now, um, as of January 1st, 2018, the criteria for both uniform and civilian members are the same. And that criteria is basically they must have 20 years of pension credit in the public service pension plan and retire with an unreduced pension. Now, if they meet that criteria, they will be required to pay 50% of the premium for their insured benefits. Where for individuals who were hired prior to January 1st, 2018 would not be required to pay any premium for their insured benefits. Now, once they have, have solidified or confirmed that they're eligible for insured benefits, they can also then reach out to target benefit administrators. And target can be um, contacted through their phone number of 1-888-660-6055 or 
target at wlvinc.com. Target can provide them with the uh, questions that they may have in regards to the transition from um, their insured benefits as an active member to a retired member. And basically Target will provide or confirm that when a person retires, their insured benefit information as an active member is, is converted to or transferred to a retiree file um, at Target. And Target provides that information to Canada Life, who then will update the member's file and they will then be recognized that they are a retiree. But if they have any specific questions about that process um, at retirement or what their insured benefits are, members should be contacting Target Benefit Administrators. Well, thank you, Lisa. We got three more questions for you. And sure. just a reminder that uh, for the for our listeners, that those the phone numbers for Target and the email contact is in the show notes right on this podcast. So there's no need to go scrambling around to grab a pen or anything. Just keep it playing here. It's all right there for you. And uh, question number four of six is, if a member has questions about their insurances when they retire, who do they contact, Lisa? Thanks, Scott. That's a great question. Um, so insurances, when I, you know, referring to insurances, think about life insurance, accidental death and dismemberment, critical illness, it could be dependent insurance. Um, but if individuals have any questions in regards to their insurances upon retirement, they should be contacting target benefit administrators. I won't say their contact information because it's already been uh, identified, uh, but they should be talk talking to target. Um, they will provide them, again, the transition of what to anticipate in retirement. Um, they may want to have a discussion with them on the current insurances that they have. They uh, may want to make some changes. They may want to see some insurance. They may be interested in adding some insurance. Um, but basically, just reviewing their insurance needs, because as you know, I think we've indicated prior to, on prior podcasts, depending on the, um, the career of the individual and where they are in that career, um, their insurance needs are going, to, are going to change accordingly. So at the time of retirement planning, that's a key component and a key time for the individuals, for the members to review their insurance needs in that, at that time and what they do need in retirement. Thanks, Lisa. Very valuable information. We've got two more sure. questions here. Um, many of our members, uh, they, they try to keep busy after retirement and uh, they're thinking about working. So what do you, uh, who do you recommend that they contact um, in relation to advice for working after retirement? Um, so as you said, a lot of people, they retire and then they decide they, they want to work, whether it's full-time or part-time. Um, if they are thinking about being reemployed by a, an employer who contributes to the pension plan that they are receiving their pension from, so basically the Ontario government. So if we have a retiree that is thinking or has a job opportunity, for example, with a ministry within the Ontario government. So that could be any ministry. It could be with the OPP. It could be with the Ministry of Natural Resources, Ministry of Transportation, anything like that. If they have an opportunity um, like that, they need to connect with the Ontario Pension Board to confirm if that employment 
would um, result in the earning ceiling being applied, which basically it would, and the pension board will confirm that um, because basically if an individual is reemployed by an employer that contributes to the pension plan that they're receiving their pension from, there's an earning ceiling test. There's a maximum basically that they can earn per quarter. And if they exceed that, there's, uh, there's implications with their pension that it will be impacted. So rather than going into great detail about that, the main message here would be ensure that you contact the Ontario Pension Board, have a discussion with them so the individual clearly understands any impact that there would be to their pension. And again, stressing that it's only when they're reemployed by an employer who contributes to the plan. So it's an Ontario government employer. If an individual has a job opportunity with the a municipal police force, for example, or the private sector, there's not going to be any impact to their pension. That's really good to know, uh, Lisa. Uh, thanks for sharing that information. We got one last question here. Question six. Are there other components yep. of retirement planning besides the pension benefits and insurances that members should be thinking about? That's a great question, Scott, because when an individual is, is planning on their retirement, there's one component that some individuals don't think about, and that is, um, have they talked to their spouse? Have, have they made the plan with their spouse? I've had some individuals say that, um, that they had a struggle when they did retire because they didn't really have that conversation with their spouse to or partner um, as to what their thoughts were in retirement, what to anticipate in retirement. There's a mental health side of the component of retirement planning that is so important. Is the individual ready to retire? Um, you've got to have a plan in place. Um, some individuals, whether they're uniform or civilian, depending on their experiences through the job, sometimes things come up in after they retire and they could have flashbacks they could have things like that that um, that are impacting them and they're just not sure how to work through it so they may want to or need to think about talking to a therapist if they have um, any challenges and things like that um, because it is quite normal for individuals that are going from a very busy pace day in day out they're working, they're working depending on their shifts. They could be working eight, 10, 12 hour shifts. And depending on their role, it could be very demanding. And when they retire, it stops. That that adrenaline, you know, they're, they're not required for the numerous meetings throughout the week and things like that. And in retirement, it's totally different. And so, um, Preparing an individual yourself for that is so important. And uh, even whether talking to another colleague who maybe has retired and just to get an idea of what they anticipated or, or what they experienced in retirement. Um, I think those are some key additional components that individuals should consider and think about um, through that trans transition and through their retirement planning. Thanks, Lisa. It's uh, it's really exciting uh, to us, uh, uh, Josh and I, that you know you're talking about that angle because I know from the first podcast we put out with you as a guest on our retirement series, we actually had feedback in relation to what you're just talking about, 
And now we're able to talk about it even more and uh, get get that yeah. message out. It's so important. So um, the engagement of the podcast, you know, you're the most popular podcast so far that we've put out there, Lisa. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> So uh, with that, thank you so much for joining us. And we look forward to having you again on our show soon. Awesome. Thank you so much. Stay tuned for our next episode dropping next Friday. All episodes always are available on our blog at oppa.ca slash media. If you like what you hear, please use the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. We're available on all the major podcasting platforms, Google, Spotify, Apple, many more. And uh, you can get those uh, on our website. And uh, by clicking on the, the, uh, the bio links in any of our OPP Association social media links. For Josh Jutris, I'm Scott Mills. And from everyone here at the OPP Association, thank you for listening and be safe.